As many of you know, February is Black History Month. And to celebrate it, we'll be doing something special on the podcast. Every episode that is put out during the month of February will include a segment like this where I just drop little Black History fun facts or shine a light on different influential groups or people that are lesser known, you know, that that we don't learn about in school as much. So today's highlight is going to be put on the Black Panther Party and specifically their free breakfast program. So if you don't know, the Black Panther Party was founded by Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale, and their goal was to really end police brutality in Oakland. They they had a lot, they have a lot of negativity and backlash tied to their name simply because they took full advantage of the right to bear arms and their approach to ending these injustices and protecting their people were not so nonviolent compared were a lot more violent compared to, you know, the methods of Dr. King and and those type of nonviolent people that took charge during the civil rights era. Um in this program that they had, it fed tens of thousands of kids in Oakland. You know, the government wasn't providing meals for the children before school. And it said that another reason that they had this was just to promote black survival. And as they, you know, started to continue doing this, they got reports back from principals at the schools that the kids were performing better in school. And this also put a lot of pressure on political leaders, not just in Oakland, but all around the nation to feed children before school. And it and it very much contributed to a lot of the federal free breakfast programs that we have today in schools. Um you know, and this this wasn't any just this wasn't just a thrown together attempt to feed children. Like they would go out to grocery stores and get donations, and they consulted with nutritionists on helpful breakfast options for the children. And they would prepare and serve the food free of charge. So you know, a lot of thought went behind making this happen, and it was an amazing program that you know that that led to nationwide. They really opened eyes nationwide on the fact that these kids weren't getting fed breakfast before school, which is widely considered, you know, the most important meal of the day. So if you want to learn more about this program, you can just Google Black Panther Free Food Program. And there's hundreds of, you know, websites um, going into more depth. All right. Welcome. Soda Rooted. Thank you guys for coming back. And if you're new here, I'm glad that you tuned in join our little family so today a few special guests joining us i'm gonna let them go ahead and just introduce them and we'll get started with today's conversation all right hello my name is kadir i'm 18 years old i'm a senior and i plan on studying marine biology okay hi i'm mimi um i'm a senior and i plan on majoring in some kind of engineering Hi, I'm a engineer. I'm a senior. Um, Veda Institute for Cosmetology, and starting my own hair care line. Okay, okay. Can you say your name again? Though I think it got cut off. Makaya. All right. Okay. So today, I really just wanted to talk about like societal pressure and how, as teenagers and as as like black women in Kadir, like being a black, 
how we just have like all this pressure on us coming from different directions. And I feel like especially in, you know, 2020, 2021, you're like expected to be all these things like a TikTok star, clubhouse influencer, like right. Instagram content creator, entrepreneur, you know, like be mm-hmm. couple goals, be a civil rights activist. And it's like, like that can be a lot. And it's a lot of pressure to do something or to impact something. And when I think of that, like I think of the quote, pressure creates diamonds. Have you guys heard mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah. And and that like this type of pressure that we're, that's put on us, I feel like that can break someone and even be very detrimental to mental health and how we look at ourselves. And, you know, we're living in like super crazy times and it's okay to just, you know, just live, like just exist. Like you don't have to own a business. You don't have to be this inspiring person. Like it's okay to take your life as it comes. And we've been seeing a lot of people support people who are doing like these businesses. And I feel like the people who aren't doing that, like feel left that they just try to hop on the bandwagon. And I feel like that's, that creates the pressure to, to feel this type of love and validation from your peers. Right. Yes. Yeah. I agree so much with that. I feel like especially at our age, we have we all feel like we have little to no time to figure out our lives. Mm-hmm. But in all actuality, we have all the time in the freaking world. Right. Especially yeah. when we see other people doing businesses and on that bandwagon that I felt that just seeing people doing that and then mm-hmm. everybody feeling like they have to be entrepreneurs and they have to yeah, have exactly. their own business. Like, it's okay to make your own money and be your own boss, but, like, mm-hmm. we still need doctors and lawyers and dentists, so not, it's not for everybody, and that's the... Exactly, and I think I feel like... That a lot of people can't face. Yeah, like, I feel like a lot of that stuff is sometimes thrown together just for... Just to say that, you know, you have a business. Like, it's not... Right. Some of it isn't genuine, it's try, is what I'm trying to get at. Like, it's strictly for validation. Right, yeah. and everybody's trying to sell the same, the same stuff, too. Like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I also think um, our generation is obsessed with fast money. Yeah, which is not be like yeah. progressive in the long run. Yeah, I definitely. I've been like I've had conversations with my dad about that, and like with fast money comes fast problems, and I feel like right. a lot of people even starting to like sell drugs to just make that like they or scam even like they just see that that quick money that they're making and they just they just flock to it. Man, especially because they don't realize that five years from now, that yeah. debt is gonna exactly it's gonna, it's gonna double up so hard. Like, yeah, that ten k ain't worth not being able to buy a house in the next ten years. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, definitely. Everyone, everyone now they just feel the pressure to just like have a name, or mm-hmm. to just like, right. or to just like be this person that they're really not. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Everyone wants to. Everyone wants to feel relevant. Everyone wants, everyone wants to feel like, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of, like, validation from from the mm-hmm. world or, like, from, from people that are outside looking in. Like, right. you know, right. like, you know, like you know, everybody really just wants to be somebody. Yeah. And I feel like that's why a lot of people turn to the fast money because they want, they want, like, the, the Fendi moon boots and the, and. <laughs> Gucci this, Gucci that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's like media. that's not who you are. Yeah. Just to social media. Just to social media, like Kyle was saying. Yeah. And yeah. social media really Everybody is social media to... really is the worst place. Yeah. Exactly. They see all these rappers front their money mm-hmm. and they want to be exactly like them. I feel like 
rapping isn't for everybody. <laughs> Literally. And people be supporting their home. And we gotta stop that. We oh gotta my stop. God. Normalize telling your home. Like, it's okay to tell your friends. But... Thank you. Thank <laughs> that's you. The word. Like, you gotta go back to school. You gotta cook something yeah. else up if that's like, what you really You think do. you can just write anything down and just get a million views and make some yeah, money? Yeah, and it just, you know? it's just about have a passion for what you're doing and it's not like you have to be passionate about everything you do like just for fun but you know what I mean and while we're talking about social media I feel like that's one of the most powerful tools that can put pressure on us as teens and it's because like you know we feel this constant need to maintain a perfect image of our lives that's most of the time isn't even genuine we're starting to become so disconnected with social media like Really, the only reason I'm still on it is just because, you know, we're in isolation and I just, you know, miss being around my friends. But if right. we still had that that option of face-to-face, I would I would be very scarce on social media. And that, I believe, like, like I found myself taking breaks from social media mm-hmm. a lot. But, then, like, social media is a really big outlet. Like, yeah. it's everywhere. I Like, I deleted Facebook because they were connected to so many apps in my phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, but it's like... You got to control what you mm-hmm. see. Right. If you want to stay on social media, you got to control what you exactly. see. Exactly, and the people you follow. That's where you... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I found myself, like, following so many people on Instagram because I was noticing, mm-hmm. like, I'm not that person mm-hmm. I was when I first followed them. Mm-hmm. It is hard not to be on social media when, like Mimi said, it is an outlet for people to miss that yeah. third. But it can turn toxic as well when you're trying to turn yourself into the person you're seeing online. Right. Or keep up what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Yeah. I know Kadir loves him from social yeah. media. So yeah, what do you have to say? Yeah, personally, I love using Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, all of that. <laughs> um, Twitter. Pers- I mean, <clears throat> for me, I don't really let it get to me because it's really, yeah, exactly. it's entertainment. So yeah. I go on there for yeah. laughs and <clears throat> go on there to post a picture, look cute, do this and that. But I don't really like ever let it really get to me. Yeah, I see stuff that mm-hmm. bothers me. But it's yeah. never really that deep to me at the end of the day mm-hmm. because yeah. it's social media and I don't have to see it again. Right. Exactly. But some people, they don't know how to draw that line between it being social media and it's like people just create stuff just to post and they think all these trips and all these expensive things are people in real life. Like social media is a highlight reel, like I've mm-hmm. said in previous podcasts, and we compare other people's highlight reel to like our behind the scenes of our lives. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of these people like, on Instagram. You feel like you're not really, doing enough. Yeah, a lot of the people mm-hmm. on Instagram that we see are living complete facades. Literally, exactly. and it's so annoying because mm-hmm. people with clout and stuff like that, they make it seem like they just big balling, got distance in the third, traveling here and there, mm-hmm. and their priorities at home are not straight. Barely finna graduate, right. ain't got no car, yeah. spend all their money, right. and half the money they're spending right. is from skin. Right, you're just like, for that validation. Your lifestyle they, you can't right. maintain. Right. And that's a lot of pressure to like try to live up to what you see somebody else doing right. when that's like you said, a facade. Yeah, definitely. Um the follower. Everyone's mm-hmm. a follower nowadays. Everyone's <laughs> this generation is it's so much monkey see monkey do. Yeah, so I but I feel like the so following monkey monkey the following do. comes from feeling pressure. Like you yeah. feel like you yeah. gotta do with this other oh, this person cool, so I have to do with what they doing because yeah. I don't wanna be lame, you know. Yeah, like right. yeah, like just like I said, like with the whole monkey see monkey do, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like with black women too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nowadays, nowadays, a lot of black women are starting businesses. 
whether mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. you know hair nails small accessories um mm-hmm. eyelashes stuff like that it's like when they see the next girl doing it right um it's it's, it's not you know it's, it's who knows what they think about it but mm-hmm. from from and knowing certain people about... what, what well, from knowing certain people um they they view it as like a threat so right. they feel like, okay well let me do this too yeah so but it should be know, taken as like like motivation exactly yeah especially on black women like it's there's you so much can see that many women feel like they have to do what the next woman's doing to stay you know in the trend or be successful mm-hmm. but that's not the case especially in the black community we all feel like we have to do hair we have to sell lashes do nails this is they're just to keep up with just what, do something uh, right right mm-hmm. and i feel like that's even trying to defy like different stereotypes that are put on us right like so we just try to do all these things, create all these things just to break out of that mold. And while we're yeah. talking about like black women, uh, I feel like there is this immense pressure to succeed on black women. Like we face yes. greater adversity adversities. We're presented with less mm-hmm. opportunities than our other counterparts. And I feel like the with things I do, I have like the responsibility to show up overly prepared. Yeah. Like I have it's to come right. I have to come ten times harder than I even have to. And I hear a lot of conversations about pressure that's put on young women as a whole, but it's rare that I hear the the like unique pressure that black women feel to succeed in places that, you know, weren't even set up to include them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that like, even like us being in school, Drea, we in honors classes and it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, we honors classes, but I see me and you in the class. Yeah, exactly. Like who else? Yeah. That's it. Like, right, and I feel like we gotta work. We gotta feel like, oh, we gotta write this. Oh, the um, word count a thousand words. Oh, we gotta do like fifteen hundred just to make sure, you know. Right. Then it's like we're not in the group circles, the circle groups, whatever, yeah. of the other students, and they got they meeting up, they're sharing notes, and then it's us mm-hmm. who have right. Who right. doesn't have the same. There's always right. that divide, and there's a lot of research out there supporting this idea that. Um, black women feel that they have to be this black superwoman and open doors for others. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, right, so yeah. at that point, you know, their success isn't isn't even about them. Like, it's it's bigger than them and wanting to inspire like the next generation and make things possible. And when I when I of um, our vice president, like Kamala Harris, like what she represents and the representation that she brings, being a black woman in that position. Yeah, like what Dre said, especially being a woman of color, it is so hard because mm-hmm. you we always are walking into situations that we don't expect people to take us seriously. Right. We're going to women's that you know aren't meant for us, yeah. and um, we gotta stand our ground a lot, especially in spaces that spaces like social media because we get ridiculed ridiculed <laughs> a lot. Yeah, can't talk, yeah, but yeah, so much, we can't do nothing so right but let somebody else do yeah. it. Right. Oh my God! It's praised and yada yada. Right. There's so much doubt and underestimation that comes with being a black woman. Really, with even being black too. There's so right. much doubt and underestimation, especially as a man. Follows, yeah. especially yeah. with black men. Yeah, especially in our like quote unquote justice system, like it's yeah. built to humiliate and like oppress our men. And mm-hmm. I feel like society feeds off of that and attaches these like preconceived ideas of black men are. And like what they yeah. and what they do and like what they're about. Definitely, treat, yeah. They treat them that that way based on whatever stereotypes they hold. 
especially in schooling mm-hmm. like yeah. i read a post the other yes. day and it was like um colleges you know are so expensive because they want to keep you know black communities away like exactly which you know may challenge those colleges and you know mm-hmm. being that percentile of graduating and carrying on with our careers and especially like the graduating and in college itself is just horrible because they don't feel like they can go up to that standard of you know the environment they're mm-hmm. in yeah plus i feel like there's not a lot of motivation too when it comes to um males when it comes to like schooling like i feel like a lot of men don't have motivation to keep them going yeah Mm-hmm. So it's it's like, unless they're in like yeah unless it's like a sport mm-hmm. or exactly you know something like that but a lot of a lot of people a lot of men don't have support systems yeah so it's like and i think a, a lot of black men are scared not to be a stereotype okay. honestly yeah because if they're if they're not following the leader like we said or following our generation right. and being cool and having all the night and they're they're scared to be who they yeah, are that's it instead right of there. standing in a yeah. a lot of them are scared to be vulnerable, like get themselves yeah. out there and get into different yeah. things that you know it's not a standard black men thing. Right. And we don't give them the space to be vulnerable either. And that's another mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, and that's even like what I talked about in my vulnerability episode. Like we want we say we claim we want them to be vulnerable, but then as soon as they simps or you know they're soft or whatever right and that in yeah. media too like mm-hmm. on tiktok they're talking about, oh my god he's a simp da, 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 da. yeah and then they turn around and be like oh now he's too hard he don't show right. emotion oh why don't he open up yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> right especially yeah. in the black community too we gotta cut that because yeah. that's and i really like what mimi said about um them not being comfortable with going against the grain and not turning to sports not turning to rap and like like yeah. you know what i mean right. Yeah, mm-hmm. like school is It's not yeah. school is not. There's so many other options that's not exactly besides. Yeah, like you're yeah. not you're not forced with just those options either. To either right, and they're not talked about enough at all. Yeah, school's forcing thing, four year, four year, four year, go on degrees, and right. there's so many other options. Yeah, I mean, besides, 2020 taught me like from watching 2020 all the stuff that was happening you know, on the news and the media, social media, that you can be successful doing almost anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you can find success in literally anything. Yeah. Like, literally. so many people became millionaires in 2020. Especially in our generation. Oh yeah, okay. definitely. Especially if you know. And I think, but that's... then that's kind of the weird part about social media. Like, it has its downfalls, but the positive aspect of it is you can use it to benefit you. Like you can, if you market yeah. something right, you can sell anything. Literally, and there's the dark side of it, you know, like the OnlyFans and the <laughs> yeah. all that and all that. People think they she have to own. do that. Like Mimi said, getting fast money. You yeah. know, like yeah, that's just yeah, no. Well, yeah. I, when it comes to that type of stuff, really, it's just to each his own. It's just what you want to do, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna knock your hustle, knock your yeah, exactly. Yeah, get it but, can, but yeah, period. Yeah. But I feel like all I feel this like stuff that we're talking about really ties back to pressure being put on us. Like, Definitely. pressure being put on anybody. And I, especially as teens, like, we have all this pressure. Like, we, we got to decide what college we're going to go to, what we're going to start, like, what role we're about to start going down for our careers. And it just can be. Like... Yeah, these are the most fundamental times of our life where we make the most biggest decisions. And like you said, Dre, I feel like the pressure of having to 
figure all that out now is very overwhelming and frustrating because mm-hmm. we all we see somebody else oh they know what college they're going to they know what they're doing they moved right. here they got an apartment yeah. we have to walk in those same footsteps when we it's not our time yet like mm-hmm. everybody has their time mm-hmm. but we all feel like we have yeah. to run the race at the same time when i haven't even laced my shoes yet like come on all right yeah i'm stuck in between you only live once and take your time to try right. <laughs> like you only get and, and it's confusing sometimes but mm-hmm. oh you can go ahead no you can go <laughs> <laughs> but it's confusing sometimes because even me i don't know what college i'm going to mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not sure what i want to major in i don't have kaya i know you got your own apartment like i'd be like kaya got her own stuff she got her stuff together and look at me still living with my mom Girl, hey, some stuff <laughs> exactly and then some stuff be like why do i need to not stay with my mom right and then it's really just being you and not looking at other people's life definitely exactly. everyone's life because everybody has their stuff going on right everybody gonna eat eventually we right. just not gonna Literally. all eat at the same time but eventually we all gonna be at the same table so right. Not... right we all gonna yeah. have the party whether we later whether we later or not you right we all gonna pop up at the <laughs> High school right, I'm gonna see you. Everybody gonna be good. <laughs> right, I'm gonna yeah, see definitely. you. I'm gonna be late though, but I'm gonna see you. At the end of the day, I feel like to get past all this pressure that's put on us, like you said, you just gotta really understand that everyone has their own journey, and it's like nobody, yeah. no two people' journey is gonna be alike. And mm-hmm. once you really master that, like you'll just look around and see everything will just make more sense to you. Like, cause you'll stop yeah. over right. over analyzing, comparing. You have form to these, um, like these, these was normalizing because you know that if it's meant for you, it'll come to you. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Does anybody have any closing comments? Um, oh, did we talk about anything? Uh, yeah, we hit all the points. Unless y'all, sure. want to, okay. unless y'all have anything else to add. I just... Um, let me add this. It needs to be used as a platform other than the pressure that we were talking about. Because mm-hmm. the luxurious lifestyle they post about 24-7 or the mm-hmm. successful rich people we think they are. Because after they make that post, 95% of the time, they're not that person to be. Right, we just have to learn how to separate social media and reality. Yeah, and that'll take off really like seventy five percent of the pressure that we feel in our life is once we eliminate that. It's hard not to pick on yourself when the world doesn't view you view Mm -hmm. what you're doing as something to be proud of. You know, so if we eliminate that, man. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone. But like our generation should have definitely took all the crazy BS that happened in 2021 as like something to. I really I took it as motivation, really, right? Because mm-hmm. so much, so much happened that year that like, <clears throat> you know, like I said before, you can literally be successful doing anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, <clears throat> following the path that 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 you want to follow or, or that you feel like you should do it, right? Don't do what other people feel like you should do. Right. And for me, I took all that stuff as like 
a lesson that you never know what's going to yeah. happen. Like make the most of every you opportunity that you have and really live your life because you never know what, what's going to happen. Like you yeah. never know. Because think about COVID. COVID literally put a halt to everything. Yes. To everything. Like literally everyone's life was put on pause. Mm-hmm. The world was put on pause. Yeah. And I feel like um, another thing is that going back to the pressure part, like just because someone is doing something that you want to do, I feel like we feel pressured that we won't succeed as much as they will. Mm-hmm. Just because someone else is doing something doesn't mean we can't be equally as successful as them. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can do the same thing, but you shouldn't go off their success. You should want to build up right. on your own. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, like, even, like you were saying, I feel like some people, too, they, they'll see someone doing good and they'll hate on them. And that, that's, right. that happens a lot in the black community as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone views everybody as a threat. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's really not, that's, that's not healthy. That's, that's not a healthy mindset. <laughs> and it really shouldn't be like that. It's not get you anywhere. Like, it's black community, we literally all we got. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Literally. Black community, <laughs> all, baby, got. all February. Literally. We are all we guys. I feel like we like we need each other more than anything right now, especially in this world. Mm-hmm. Especially 2021. 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need each other. Yeah. Social media influences us to be judgmental. Mm-hmm. I find myself judging somebody's life a lot. And then I have to reevaluate. Like somebody could be judging your life as right. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody. Everybody is who they is. Right. You know what I mean? So even if they're making mistakes right. and I'm making mistakes, not broadcasting my mistakes. Yeah. And that's the difference. And it's like But I feel like Yeah, you can go my man. <laughs> and, and I just feel like as a black community, we try to cancel each other. And I hate that so much because a, a black another black person canceling another black person is annoying. Okay. It depends nah, on it depends the on reason. What they do. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Thanks. But, Thanks. but it, uh, based off of like judging somebody's life because they made a mistake, mm-hmm. a genuine mistake, yeah. then that's not fair, yeah, at all. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of that yeah. in our community is us projecting our insecurities and yes. yeah. onto other people. Like you see, mm-hmm. like the whole thing with what's her name, Chloe Halley. No. Yes, yeah. or Chloe Bailey. Um, mm-hmm. like yeah. if you're not. If you're not, I feel like it was a lot of people that's not um, secure with their body and confident with their body that's trying to right. bash her for for being like accepting of herself. And I feel like we do exactly. that a lot. Like we try to judge people based off our insecurities or project our mindset onto other people and judge them for that. Yeah. I think we also got to be aware of what we put on social media because there are so many people out here that will go on live and tell their entire life story and business mm-hmm. and expect people not to have that not judge. To judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you have to give so much before people can take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a part of people needing validation mm-hmm. because of their insecurities. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to get validation from strangers because just as much... If strangers can give you validation, they can also right tear you down. Yeah, yeah. tear you down. Right. Makaya, I like what you said when you were like, um, what you say, like give people so much. Oh yeah. For like <clears throat> I feel like in social media now, everyone just like puts their life out there. Mm-hmm. And like everyone mm-hmm. feels like they know. Oh, it's like, yeah, because I seen what they posted, I know that. No. <laughs> right. I 
I don't I don't know. I feel like keeping stuff private, I feel like 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 I'm a big fan of moving in silence. Like mm-hmm. nobody gotta know what you're doing. Like don't, don't nobody got in your business. It's like, you know. Right, because what okay. what are they gonna do for you? It's just it's like mm-hmm. what are they gonna do for you? It's like it's okay to succeed or like, you know, it's it's okay to succeed in private. Or right. You don't have to having it's okay to buy this right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody exactly. don't have to clap for every success that you have. Literally. Right. It's okay like, to it's celebrate okay to buy by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. It's okay to buy that Birkin in silence. It's okay to buy that Rolex in silence. It's okay to Ooh. buy that car in silence. Like, like it's okay to do that stuff in silence. Like there's no need for you to mm-hmm. put that put that out there because then it's like once you put that out there, it's like people they're gonna have yeah. an assumption on you right because of that now. So it's like oh right. because you posted that they're like oh yeah you flex or you're this or you're mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. when that's and really I, not what it is. Yeah, and I really like the fact that, and I really hope that, like, everyone listening is understanding that everything that we're talking about, you can literally draw back to having pressure put on us to mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. ourselves okay. showcased as a certain type of person. Like, yeah, all it that. It all comes mm-hmm. back to that, honestly. Yeah, like, all that mm-hmm. having, trying to broadcast all your wins, but never your losses, like, that's, mm-hmm. that's because you feel pressure to let people know that, that you're somebody, like, right. worth knowing. Like worth mentioning, because hmm. every win there's a loss right behind it. Like mm-hmm. no one is always winning consistently. Mm-hmm. But that's what they want to make it seem like on social media, because they have mm-hmm. they exactly. feel pressure to be that type of person that's just successful. Exactly. That's why I hate the Instagram, the influencers. Yes. Oh my god, that word yeah. just really irks me because yeah, because like what are you? It's really looking up to mm-hmm. you, and what's your influence? Yeah. So wrong. Now, <laughs> yeah, now I was. I was actually gonna add this in, um, Mimi. I know Ari's your girl or whatever, but that's <laughs> one person that really. <laughs> yeah, that I'm I done really with her. I'm done with. I can't rock with it because it's She's like so yeah. pretty, but her intentions are yeah. so. Oh and my it's god! Like and her that, that's what that's what makes it even worse. Yes, and it's like her influence is so heavy on mm-hmm. on girls, like especially our age. Like I seen her and um and Tay wearing those moon boots. Literally, not two weeks later, I start seeing post after person people with the moon, these moon boots on and it's like when i i remember when the you know when the black lives matter movement really started popping off on social media and mm-hmm. i i specifically mm-hmm. went on her page and there was nothing now i'm not nothing. saying she's obligated right. to you know i'm not saying she's obligated to make those posts and stuff but it's like you have this huge ginormous platform and you're influencing right. all mm-hmm. these black women and all these just women in general and like what are you doing with your platform but can post tummy tuck tees and waist. Yeah, track. and yeah, yes. but you want to post yes. like private about you and your man's um relationship yeah. that shouldn't be discussed. Yeah. I mean, personally, I feel like every time so- I, yeah. I try to defend her because her being a black woman and everybody saying she's this and she's that, but I understand like after that and her whole influences on mm-hmm. young girls, I stopped going so hard because yeah, because yeah. she like it's like what does she really do? Mm-hmm. what okay, do you stand do you, yeah like what do you stand for like you're cute yeah body this that all of that whatever <laughs> what do you do it's like who are because it's like it's it's like when you sit back and think about all these different you know social media influencers or all these ig models that's what they really are i think ari jada um because mm-hmm. you just you know what i'm saying it's like what do you do it's like yeah. who are you it's like what's your message yeah. like and it's like or you and I, we don't baby. say this to you know put pressure on them to like the social like justice activists, but <laughs> right. it's like you should right. be 
you should be doing something constructive with all of your millions of followers. Right. You should be more than that rapper's right. baby dad and the mother of his son or his daughter. Like, what, what are you, if it wasn't for that, where would you be right now? What, just, yeah. what is your but, name t- attached to? Yeah. And I do understand a lot of people aren't that those type of people, but still, I feel like once you have that type of platform and that type of influence on people, you should want something constructive with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What I can't think of the girl's name right now, but she was the one that went. It was like that huge um police meeting or whatever, and she like went off on the police officers. Oh yeah, yeah. I she was a black girl. Yeah. yeah. So she had made a video and she basically was explaining how um she feels like specifically she said little baby because you know like he did the song mm-hmm. bigger and the, like you bigger know the picture, whole yeah. protest and the music video all that mm-hmm. and she said that like you know yeah he did that yeah he shot the video yeah he made the song but after that he right. hopped back in his Lamborghini trunk and went and then he ran back to his mansion right. and after that it was crickets yeah <laughs> he did nothing he didn't donate any money and then there's some people happened. that use the Black Lives Matter platform just to, you know, as a come up. Yes, as clout. <laughs> like, and it's crazy that some That's of these so people sick. are black That's and in themselves when it's black men mm-hmm. on the pavement, literally dying. Like, her, my yeah, grandpa, and it's like not saying that's what he did, right? Like my grandpa, not saying that's like what he did, bashing Nick Cannon because he came just to promote his song that he made or his little. Mm-hmm. But then didn't say nothing else about it when he left. Yeah. 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 My grandma felt heavy on that too. When all celebrities came here to protest and do all that, she was like, Yeah, they came, they marched. But she said a lot of them let it be known that they were coming. Like, they were like, Oh, yeah, right. I'll be here to do this. Mm-hmm. She said, a but lot J. Of them made Cole, it known, he was here that. and didn't post nothing, didn't right. say nothing. Yeah. yeah, that's the whole, that's the whole. Yeah. Because that, that yeah. can go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely don't touch on that. Look, I'm going to get hot just talking about it. <laughs> But yeah, and like we bring up celebrities to show that like how a lot of people feel pressure to do what they're doing. Yeah. Right. Everything just Once really boils down to understanding who pressure. you are as an individual. Like I feel like that's how we yeah. get combat a lot of this pressure that we that we put on ourselves and that other people put on us. Like knowing who you are genuinely though. Like not the social media yeah. you like who you are for real. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like how you worded that, yeah. Yeah, because you're not that. Right. You know? <laughs> All right. Well. People need to sit back, sit back, and realize you're not that. That's that's my message for the podcast. You're not that. All right. Thank you guys. You're for not that. Coming on today. Oh, maybe do you have any? Do you have a closing statement to say? What did you say? I'm sorry. I said, do, oh, wow. do you have any closing comments, Dad? Yes. Be you, no matter what. Period. 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 <laughs> oh my god, I have one to never give up. Don't stop. Well, Period. thanks, Dre. Don't stop. I love being on keep here, your foot, man. keep your foot on the gas. <laughs> Don't ever hit the brakes. <laughs> keep your foot, keep your foot on the gas. <laughs> Period. All right, how I no, like out. I really want to put, like. I need all listeners to listen to that. I'm, don't kick me out, period. <laughs> you need to keep all 2021, the rest of your life, keep your foot on the gas, no matter what you want to do. You want to rap, sing, play basketball, be a lawyer, be a doctor, be a brain surgeon. Yeah. All right, that's all for today, folks. We going <laughs> Thanks for having us rooted. Yes, I loved it. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming on. Hashtag keep your foot on the gas. <sighs> Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.
So for today's journal entry, I want you guys to step back and analyze what things do you allow to put an unhealthy amount of pressure on you? Like what things do you have in your life that make you feel like what you're doing isn't enough or that you're not good enough? And once you identify those things or that thing, I want you to figure out how you can eliminate that sense of pressure that's attached to it.